I'm Samantha Sherris. I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Tuesday, May 9th. Here are today's headlines. Fifteen Republicans in the U.S. House and Senate sent a letter to the National Institutes of Health on Tuesday, demanding answers about a study on experimental medical interventions for youth who claim to identify as transgender. Our colleague Tyler O'Neill reports. Two of the study participants committed suicide, 11 experienced suicidal ideation, and the drugs participants took will likely sterilize them, the Republicans noted. Oklahoma Representative Josh Burkeen, a Republican, told The Daily Signal, It is sickening that the federal government is preying on young people and using our taxpayer dollars to advance its radical gender ideology. We are rightfully demanding answers from NIH, and we are committed to holding those responsible accountable for this tragic loss of life. The National Institutes of Health granted over $477,000 in a five-year grant to the Boston Children's Hospital, the University of California at San Francisco, and the Lurie Children's Hospital of Chicago for the study. Psychosocial functioning in transgender youth after two years of hormones. Dr. Diane Chen at the Lurie Children's Hospital led the study, which the New England Journal of Medicine published in January. The study analyzed 315 participants identified as transgender and non-binary between the ages of 12 and 20 over the course of two years. These participants received gender-affirming hormones, i.e. hormones to make their male or female bodies resemble bodies of the opposite sex. Republican Senator Ted Budd of North Carolina, who led the effort in the Senate, declared that taxpayers should not have to foot the bill for studies on gender-affirming care for minors. But told the Daily Signal taxpayers should not be used to fund studies that encourage gender transition interventions on young people. The NIH must be held accountable for using taxpayer dollars to study these highly questionable experiments. We'll include a link to Tyler's full article in today's show notes. Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee have requested wealthy real estate developer and Republican donor Harlan Crow to give a list of both trips and gifts he gave to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. In a letter sent to Crow on May 8th, the Democrats wrote, Recent investigative reporting has identified multiple instances in which you or entities you own or control have made payments, purchased real estate, or provided gifts, travel, or other items of value to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and members of his family. The letter also asks for a list of information to be provided by May 22nd that includes an itemized list of all gifts, payments, and items of value exceeding $415 given by you or by entities you own or control, or for which you have served as a partner, director, or officer, to any justice of the Supreme Court or a member of the justice's family, including the name of the justice, the approximate dollar amount of each item, and the date it was extended. According to The Hill, Thomas had defended not disclosing the trips, arguing they fell under a personal hospitality exception under federal ethics law that was recently clarified. 
Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican, signed three bills into law on Monday aimed at combating the malign influence of the Chinese Communist Party in the Sunshine State. DeSantis said in a Monday statement that Florida is taking action to stand against the United States' greatest geopolitical threat, the Chinese Communist Party. The governor also said, I'm proud to sign this legislation to stop the purchase of our farmland and land near our military bases and critical infrastructure by Chinese agents, to stop sensitive digital data from being stored in China, and to stop CCP influence in our education system from grade school to grad school. DeSantis signed SB 264, SB 846, and SB 258, which, according to his office, are the strongest legislation in the nation to date to counteract the influence of the United States' greatest economic, strategic, and security threat, the Chinese Communist Party. And for our final story today, former President Donald Trump has been found liable for sexually abusing and defaming writer E. Jean Carroll. Carroll had filed a civil lawsuit against him. The Associated Press reports that Carroll has been awarded $5 million Deliberations only took a few hours. As you all will recall, Carol said Trump raped her in a department store fitting room in the 1990s. Apparently, Carol was helping Trump shop for a lingerie gift for a woman. The former president has denied the allegations and has called the claims made up. He did not testify during the trial. The jury found that former President Trump did not rape Carol, but did defame her. Trump posted on True Social after the verdict saying, I have absolutely no idea who this woman is. This verdict is a disgrace, a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't had the chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed where we bring you interviews with lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. I'm going to be sitting down with Senator Rick Scott of Florida to discuss what is arguably two of the most critical issues facing our country right now. The debate over the debt ceiling and the situation at our southern border. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you all have a wonderful evening. We'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.